Hello there, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Big Sports Ones Podcast, a place where gaming meets comics, meets sports, meets movies, as well as inspiration. Of course, my name is King, King Von Jr. You can follow me on social media on Twitter at 301 King Jr. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. King Von Jr. And of course, for tonight's episode, it's definitely going to be jam-packed right now. Um, you know, of course, as a, as a gift run, as a gift the rundown of NFL, uh, NFL week three, NFL week six, excuse me, as, as well as the week of wrestling from from SmackDown to Raw to NXT. Talk about LA Knight. Uh, is he ready or is he not? We're gonna talk about uh, Jay Cargill's I'm not saying uh, recent face-to-face interactions and then making her into an even bigger star. And especially when it comes to the way that NXT has been on the ball, you know, in more ways than one in, in back-to-back weeks. So you definitely don't want to miss this episode. You will not be disappointed. And sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's show. Another episode, episode of Victorious Ones Podcast, a place where gaming meets comics, meets sports, meets movies, as well as well as exploration. Of course, my name is King Bond Jr., your host. You can follow me on Twitter at 301 King Bond Jr. You can follow me on follow the show's Twitter page at Victory Pot One. I'm also on, on Instagram at Mr. King Bond Jr. at Mr. King Bond Jr. You can also follow you can also follow the show's Instagram page at Victorious Ones Podcast. And of course, I'm a social media producer for Perfect Flex Talk Radios on Mondays. At 6 p.m., posted by Mike Knox. Um, so, uh, you know, so of course, before, you know, it will, you know, of course, it's going to be, um, you know, a pretty, uh, pretty packed show. Uh, you know, what I mean? so of course, I'm going to give my, give my recap um, in terms of the week of wrestling um, and the film recap. Um, you know, and, and also, you know, just briefly, I want, you know, at least, you know, get, give, a little, give a little update in terms of in terms of how things have been going. I mean, so far, you know, I, I know, um, you know, excuse me. Those that are watching uh, by way of by way of, uh, by way of YouTube and Twitter, um, you know, like, eyes not exactly in the best shape right now. You know, it's it's up to my fine right now, but you know, whatever. I know, you know, it's going to get better pretty soon. Um, you know, so um, but yeah, but you know, but, but of course now, you know, of course now it's in turn. You know, of course, I also want to say um, for those that are watching by way of YouTube, uh, but, you know, of course, you want to. Followed by with YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at Farmers for Junior. So thank you very much. Please make sure to like to to like and subscribe for more content. And so um, you know, so, so of course I want to you know skip give a rundown. Um last week, the reason why I wasn't on was because I was celebrating um the birthday of my pastor, Pastor John K. Jenkins, who also celebrates who celebrates his 65th birthday um and, and released and released a new book. So you know, I went out to support that. And um you know, of course, over this weekend was was very much uh, super duper packed. I was at a, at the homecoming for you for University of Maryland. Um, you know, even in spite of the rain, you know, it was still a great turnout, an incredible weekend. Um, unfortunately, the Terps lost, but that's still the story. So, you know, still celebrated. At a, you know, pretty much had a party, whatever. Um, and also in terms of Sunday, um, like I said, it was great to to to, uh, to go to the. The latest uh, LL Cool J concert, you know, it's, it's hip hop fiftieth, you know, a tour, uh, you know, tour phase on right now, and I, I want to make sure to get get his book as well. But uh, but uh, like I said, you know, that that's what's been going on as far you know as, as far as this past week. Like I said, it's been very very busy, you know, very packed. Um, but also, I want to you know give, give a recap when it comes to you know, so, you know when, when it came to this past week in the NFL. So uh, of course, week six. A week six recap as a you know as I like to do as well. Just just throw this in here also. Uh, the Chiefs defeated the Broncos nineteen eight. Um, you know, you know, like I said, Kansas City should have played much better than that. But it's a whole other story. Um, that was Thursday night, of course. 
on Sunday night, uh, for some, as far as Sunday's games. You have the Ravens defeat the Titans 24-16. Dolphins smoke the, uh, the Panthers 42-21. The Texans defeat the Saints 20-13. The Commanders defeat the Falcons 24-16. Jaguars defeat the Colts 37-20. Bengals defeat the, defeat the Seahawks 17-13. Vikings defeat the Bears 19-13. The Browns would be upset over the 49ers 19-17. Raiders defeat the Patriots 21-17. The Lions defeat the Buccaneers just crushed them 20-6. The Rams demolished the Cardinals 26-9. The Jets would be upset over the Eagles 20-14. Bills defeat the Giants 14-9. A lot of penalties were crushing the calls. Um, and, of course, some Monday Night Football. You know, Cowboys, how about the Cowboys? Dallas defeats the the Dallas Cowboys defeat the Los Angeles, Angeles Chargers 20 to 17 in a rebound game. Um, so, you know, so, so, of course, so, so of course that, that's you know, just the rundown when it comes to sports now. Um, like I said, when, when it comes to the main thing is as far as wrestling, um, you know, of course, of course, of course, of course, this past Friday, um, you know, we saw the return of the Tropical Chief himself, Roman, Roman Reigns, of course, from a little bloodline shirt, <laughs> you know, what I mean, uh, you know. Of course, like I said, excuse me, like, like I said, the Tribal Chief uh, made made this long-awaited return to SmackDown. Um, you know, and, and of course, of course, the same night, um, you, you know, he was confronted by none other than Los Angeles Knight, aka Lock, aka LA Gear or LA Knight. You know, and, and of course, of course, as uh, as SmackDown went off the air, we saw another, uh, st- you know, another stare down between. Uh, Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes, you know. So, and you know, of course, I, I see like you know, some of the main things that um, that people are talking about right now, um, you know, are are um, you know are, um, are the rise of you know would be the rise of LA Knight and just in terms of his popularity, how over he is and things like that, and so um, you know, and, and just how he's enjoying the best run of his career. You know, like so late into his career, that you know, guy was forty, like like forty-one, something, you know, whatever. Um, you know, like you know, and, and, and just, and just have just having this, uh, just having this renaissance, if you will. And there are people that are, you know, like I, I would say, you know, sort of jumping the gun when it comes to um, trying to hot shot him. You know, at least you know, trying to like propel him into that main event spotlight, not quite. And um, you know, and of course, Roman looked at him crazy, like who is this guy? You know, I mean, like, you know what, like what we're talking about, and um, you know, um, but you know, of course, um, you know, of course, later that night, um, Tribal Chief, of course, Spears, LA Knight, uh, puts him in his place. You know, Roman Reigns, yeah, you know, and you know, of course, um, yes, yeah, so, you know, so, so, of course, of course, as far as that, and so, at least, you know, like, you know, at least I'll get, you know, give, give um, you know, at least give, give my uh, give my brief thoughts, at least a rundown about um, you know, in, t- in terms of. Um, what I think about LA Knight, um, you know, I mean, I mean I'll, I'll say it like this: when it comes to, um, you know, Mr. LA Knight, yeah, you know, whatever Los Angeles Knight, but in, ter- in terms of that, that's not like I'm ramping on, but I would say that he's, you know, great when he'd be great when it comes to a mid card level. But when it comes to trying to put the rocket, um, you know, uh, put, the, put the rocket ship on on, a, on his back, or whatever you want to call it, uh, not quite, maybe not yet. It's especially anytime, anytime you, anytime somebody like like the Miz, you know, was able to clap back him, clap back, clap back at him like that, and the way in the way that you've seen LA Knight, you know, that's a struggle struggle against uh, a guy a guy like the Miz. Of course, Miz is all time great in, in his own right. But there's levels to this. So if you are having issues um, with some, somebody like the Miz, you know, who's, who's, able, who's able to uh, essentially sort of put him in his place, basically, um, what makes you, what makes anybody think that he could truly be taken seriously to stand toe to toe with Tribal Chief Roman? Um, you know, so for people that want to get on the LA Night bandwagon and Say that um, you know, like, like, like you know, just, just, just want to say it's, it's good for him. So, you know, at least it's good for WWE to test him out against Roman. I get that, 
But at the same time, it's just like it could still, you know, you know come back and backfire on him, um, you know, because because of the fact that when you, like when you see Roman, I mean, we see LA Knight, you know, across the room from Roman can tell that uh, LA Knight is not exactly in his element, if you will, you know, um, especially when, especially with these comparisons to The Rock and Stone Cold and things like that, and. You know, um, and the thing is, I think a big reason why he's become so over, if you will, um, with the, you know, like I said, you know, with, with the modern day generation of fans, because there are a lot of them who didn't really witness Stone Cold's greatness like that, and so you know, this is the closest thing, closest closest thing they can hold on to. You know, LA Knight is not not even in Austin's league. You know, the, you know, the, you know. The, it's, it, it, like I say, you know, you know, for people that want to, uh, you know, put this title, this uh, megastar title, in LA Knight, not quite. You know, um, I don't want to sound cynical or anything like that, but you know, but, but you know, but at the same time, you have to be honest. I have to be realistic. Um, you know, I, I have to be realistic in the, in the sense that because you know, you look at some, look at somebody who's witnessed the rise of Austin three sixteen. You, you know, you lived through that era. This is where I grew up on as a kid, you know, and, and to the point where I ranked Stone Cold number one on my top fifty race, you know, list, right? Greatest wrestlers list, right? Um, so because of that, my expectations are extremely high. You know, they like, you know, like my mind, like mindfully high. You know, people may think they're a little too high, but I don't really think so. Um, you know, you know, I think because of the fact that I've witnessed the best, you know, you, you know, your expectations should be respected um so with that being said like you know especially um we see like so we see other night across from Roman range you can tell that it was just it was like almost like a like a cheap pop merchandise plug-in or something like that you know to just just for the sake um of, move, of moving merchandise right um even though it's important but at the same time it looked like they were just force feeding uh la night merchandise like, like I said, when you look at the glasses, when you look at, you know, the vest, the shirt, things like that, you know, like you make him look like a walking billboard, you know, and another big criticism, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, like said, when it comes to the, uh, the Tim, you know, the, uh, the Tim's combo, it's like, come on now, this is, it just feels very forced, it feels very contrived, it feels, um, you know, like, like he's not exactly, in the same, he's not in the same zip code as the Tribal Chief. So I, so I, I guess people, you know, people want to um, see LA, LA Knight in, in there, you know, just just for the sake, um, you know, just just for fan service, if you will, you know, um, you, you know, even though he's not someone who's even close to being in the conversation of, tech, of taking the belt off the wrong horse over. And, and not only that, not only that but the thing when you think about it, um, LA Knight hasn't even won. Any titles whatsoever, but now people want to put him on this pedestal to be in the running to take the main title in the company, the main title in wrestling, um, you know, off of the waist of the tribal chief. And I'm like, nah, it's I, you know, and of course, in the words of Paul Notes, I can't go for that. No, can't do. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, I, I you know, like, like I said, just, just when it comes to the LA Knight thing, I'm not sold on it. I don't want to sound like I'm being in, in, uh, being in the minority. But you know, I gotta be I gotta be realistic. You know what I mean? Like, if, you know, I'm a fan, but I'm almost a realist at the same time because of the fact that you know, you, you know, you see this you know mixed up combo of you know, hybrid cosplay of the Rock and Stone Cold to the point where he even where he his finisher is both uh, the Rock Bottom and the Stunner. You know, but like like so, you know, like I said, the thing about it is that you know, of course, I don't want to sound like being cynical, but at the same time, let's just be upfront. Let's just be just be real with ourselves. You know, and I'm not gonna be. Around, I don't wanna be around Bush. I'm just gonna say, L.A. Knight for me is not him. You know, um, you know, to the point where I nicknamed him L.A. Gear. You know, and, and so it's just like, you know, for people for people want to see L.A. Knight go up against Roman Reigns, or they, you know, if they end up doing that. You know, like like I said, it's just, it like that would just be the case of Roman running out of opponents. It was just like, you know, let's just throw somebody in there. Um, Roman to get another W over. 
and you know, like like I said, it's not going to be like some like some classic or some squash or anything like you know, squash match or whatever. Um, you know, Roman's matches are ring psychology based, so um, it's going to be drawn out as much as possible to, to make his opponent look as believable as possible, even when they're not that believable. Um, you know, so it's just so you know. So the thing about it is like like I said, LA Knight would just be a situation. You can tell that you know that, that Roman's starting to run out of opponents, and you know it's just throw somebody in there to be another notch on his belt. Um, that's just my estimation. That, that's that's just the way I feel about it. Um, you know, like 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 I said, you know, it's just you know, kind of like a cool story, bro. But I ain't really in. Um, you know, but 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 of course, another big thing that um you know that that happened um, or SmackDown is the face off. Between, of course, the uh, the silver the silver haired supernova herself, as I like to call it, Jay Cargill, face to face with none other than the Queen Charlotte Flair, and this, um, you know, this interaction set the wrestling world on fire. I mean, like, I mean, the, the internet exploded off of this, you know, and, and, and not only that, of course, um, I've certainly been sharing. The picture of myself all over my social media, whether it's you know, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, you name it, you know what I mean? So, like, so I'm one of those people that you know that they that's in anticipation for Jane versus Charlotte, not right now, not right away, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, like, you know, like, not initially, not not for it to be her first uh match or first few right off the break because because of the fact that, um. You know, many people know that as great as Jay Cargill is from an aesthetic standpoint, um, her Achilles heel has been um, what she does inside the ring when the bell starts. You know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, like I said, like inside the square, square circle um, when the bell rings, right? Um, you know, now, of course, as I've said on a previous episode, about you know about by now, um, Jay is getting more for reps in to you know, like you know to, to like this, especially to especially to silent you know to, to silence a lot of you know, a lot of critics you know like you know, like, like so, you know a lot of critics who said that you know that, that Jay needs to get more reps and things like that so um, you know like you know you know what I mean so, so you know, like I said so as, so as far as that like, at least you could say that you know. To say that, that she's just gonna be getting that, or at least getting that right now. But um, I would say at least hold off on uh, the Charlotte thing. But also, also another thing I like about it is how much they're making her look more like a megastar, like I say with the face face with Charlotte. And if you look carefully with the way the WWE does those, does those camera angles, they are masters when it comes to camera angles because of the fact they made. Triple H looks shorter than them, looks small, look smaller than them. They made they made it look like that they were big men. And Triple H six four, but he looked like he was five eight. You know what I mean? So but, but at the same time, I, I like how but the thing about it is is that it put more of a focus on them. It put, put them more in the forefront. You know, I mean Charlotte's already in the forefront, but at the same time, like I said, it just made made that made that stare off look like even a much bigger deal, you know, which really is a big deal. You know what I mean? And, and so on. Um, you know, like, like I said, I like uh, Jade's world tour, or as the Jade turns, you know, kind of like as the world turns in the sense that um, you know Jade's making all these appearances. It's just like you know people are um, waiting, anticipating, you know, um, waiting and waiting oh so long. You know, starting like Marvel for Cool J song. But I'm sorry, but anyway, um, I digress. But um, but like like I said, you know, people are waiting and, and anticipating for so long. Um, to see to see to see where Jade's going to go next, um, to find out what Jade's uh, ultimate decision is going to be in terms of, in terms of in terms of what plan she chooses to go to. So there are, um, you know, building her as this marquee attraction, someone who um, everybody's waiting for, and everybody's just you know just looking forward to facing in the ring and stuff like that, like you know, make her. Make her much a much bigger deal than she's ever been in AEW. I'll say like this: when it comes to Jade so far in WWE, you know, and uh, 
uh, just recently I shared, you know, just re just re recently I created a meme about this. Um, Jade and AEW, like I said, I'll say like this, there are parallels between uh, Jay Cargill and the one used basketball reference, Shaquille O'Neal. Jade and AEW, um, Shaq with Orlando. You know, someone who had, um, you know, a pretty nice taste of success, but only went so far. You know, got to the point where he likes, you know, you know, of course, he likes, you know, Shaq, those first four years, um, you know, that, you know that's, that's pretty nice, uh, you know, like sort of like a appetite or, you know, taste for success with him being, you know, like, you know, with him being, a, with, him, with him being an all star every season he was there. Um, you know, of course, being, being the rookie of the year, uh, scoring champion, took Orlando to the finals. You know what I mean? Of course, they ended up getting swept, but still, you know, like I said, Orlando made it the first finals appearance in franchise history with Shaq carrying the team. Eventually, got to the point where, um, you know, Shaq outgrew that environment. You know, yeah, he outgrew Orlando. And, um, you know, at the same time, at the same time that the fans, um, you know, you know, fans who criticized him and, you know, and said that he wasn't worth, um, you know, uh, a much bigger contract, all, all this other, other type of stuff that people question his value, downplay his value, even though he was the most dominant force, um, you know, in, you know like, I said, like I said, the most dominant force in the game and like, certainly the greatest thing that franchise ever had, you know, but at the same time, you know, that's it. they didn't really appreciate his value. Really respect him the way he should have been respected. So of course, what did Shaq do? You know, um, you know, uh, move out west to Hollywood. You know, where, where he become, you know, like like where, um, a, a place that's catered to um, his dreams and desires to be, you know, I see, you know, like you know, to, to be a much bigger name, a much much bigger star. You know, I mean, like you know, I said, he was just a marquee attraction in, a, in, a, in an environment that would that that would give him the best chance. To become a champion, to become a legend, and fulfill everything that he was destined for, to fulfill. I say all that to say that eventually Shaq jumps ship to the Lakers. You know, uh, submits, submits his place as as a Laker legend, NBA legend. Um, you know, of course, with the legendary three P, a three time champion with the Lakers, um, three time Finals MVP, and all this other type of stuff. The highly decorated career. Um, you know, so it's like it's like I say, you know, it, it just all the possibilities were just completely endless. And, and like I said, you know, Shaq etched his name as a legend with the Los Angeles Lakers. So, you know, and so, so I'll say, you know, so of course I say, say all that you know, just in a roundabout way um, to get to Jade, right? You know, Jade is in the same boat. You know, uh, Jade's Orlando Magic experience was AEW, where, um, you know, and as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm actually working on an article about this, you know, right now as we speak. You know, in, in the sense that, you know, in the sense that, you know, like I said, in the sense that the Jade, like I said, AEW was her, her Orlando Magic experience. Um, you know, of course, AEW, she was the TBS Women's Champion, uh, went undefeated, things like that. But she reached a certain ceiling, you know, and, could, and couldn't break that uh, ceiling to go any further, you know, in terms of becoming, um, the, in terms of becoming the main, uh, the company's main Women's Champion. You know, never happened, right? You know, she never interacted with the top name, top um, names in in the AEW's women's division, right? So, yeah, of course, once you know, of course, it ends up you know, it ends up being devalued and not really being uh, respected as such, you know, by the company, by the fans, things like that. So, what does Jay do? You know, take her talents to to you know, take her talents too much. Uh, bigger establishment being WWE, where she is already treated, like treated treat like treated like a superstar, megastar, whatever, um, you know, that she that she deserves to be treated as, you know, and, and, and especially with her having interactions with the main women in the company, something she never was able to do in AEW. So WWE is her Lakers experience, right? Um, you know, like, so, you know, so far, smack, you know, like, like so, you know, so far. She, she made she made her arrival um, at Fastlane, shook hands with Triple H. Um, went to NXT, shook hands with Shawn Michaels. You know, um, went to SmackDown, had the face off with Charlotte. 
and of course, uh, of course, most recently on Monday Night Raw, face to face with Becky Lynch, right? So it's just building up and building up, and of course, last night, um, with NXT, last night at the end of NXT, um, as soon as Lyra got uh, carried, I want to say, say her name, but as soon as um, she rips up that picture of her and Becky Lynch together, we see Jade on the screen pointing at her watch, like it's about that time, right? You know, and so, um, you know, I mean, you know, like, 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 like you see this as well. Um, so, Jade is a major investment that this company has made to, you know, to, to the point where anytime ESPN, you know, um, breaks the news about her joining WWE, that should say something. Anytime, you know, she gets more attention from, you just off of walking to the performance center alone before she even before she even starts practice. She was already, you know, I said already been talking the rest of the world, right? And um, you know, it's, 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 so now she's you know she's having these face-to-face interactions with the best and best, you know, that, that the women's division has to offer. Um, you know, and pretty soon the EST is going to make her return. Um, at Crown Jewel on November 4th, as we've seen, you know, to, you know, we've seen Bianca Belair um, like on, 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 the, on the poster uh, for Crown Jewel coming up. Um, you know, you know, I guess that's you know, spoiler alert, but not, spoiler not so much of a spoiler because it's already, it's already on the internet anyway. Um, but, you know, but, uh, but yeah, like like I said, like I said, you know, like I said, um, it's just like what else can be said, can be said about Jake that hasn't been said already, you know? And so I would not Throw her into the, to the lion's den right away, you know. Um, give her that build up, you know. Like I'm saying, like as far as like initially having uh, start off the match with, uh, with Natty and then Bailey, you know. What I mean? um, you know, and, and, and of course, then you move on to you know, like I said, to Becky Lynch's, Rhea Ripley's, Charlotte, and eventually uh, EST herself, Bianca Belair, right? Um, you know, you know, so like, like I said, those are some of my scenarios. You know, I've already shared some of my scenarios already before. Um, and you know, I've seen it in that episode that was highly focused on Jade. But uh, but yeah, like 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 I like said, you know, just 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 what just when it comes to uh, like, like I said, just when it comes to Jade's upside, when you look at um, what she brings to the table and how much more she can grow um, and make improvements. You know, um, so so I'm saying you know, that's that's uh, like I said, uh, that, that just speaks volumes. And, uh, you know, also when it comes to this passage, right now, um, like I said, I'm sorry about that, you know, of course, of course like I said, when it comes to, uh, like I said, when it comes to this past, um, this past week in wrestling, of course, we saw uh, on Raw where the Judgment Day regained the, uh, like, regained the MSP Tag Team titles as, as they defeated. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso, so the honeymoon did not last very long at all. Um, you know what I mean? So, um, so, so as far so as far as that, you know, like it was pretty much like that's like you know, as far as that um, as far as the tag title rank, you say grand opening, grand co- grand closing in more ways than one. Um, you know what I mean? So, so, so it's just like you know, here's the, here's the day gone gone tomorrow type of thing. And of course, the Judgment Day, you know, just you know, just continues to maintain their dom- their dominance on Raw. And so um, you certainly see um, seeds being planted for you know, for Judgment Day, which is bloodline uh, feud going on, right? And so, um, so, you know, so, so it's going to be very interesting to see uh, Rhea interact with you know, Rhea, aka Mommy, if you will. Uh, you know, sorry about that. Um, but like I said, you know, make, 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 make an interaction um, with the tribal chief himself on the ranks. And speaking of Rhea Ripley, um, you know, sorry about that. as a matter of fact, now that I bring her name up, congratulations to Rhea Ripley for, like, so, you know, like, like, like I said, so, 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 so as far as that, um, I, want to say, I want to say congratulations to Rhea Ripley for being number one on PWI's uh, 200, top 250 women's list. seen that part um, i haven't seen the, the entire list yet but um but, like like i said like i said you know 
like I said, as, as far as that, um, like, 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 think, like I said, the thing about it, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen the entire list yet, but I know that there are certain names in there, like, so you know, with, when it comes to Bianca Belair, uh, Becky Lynch, among many others. Um, who, you know, who else? I think uh, Willow Nightingale, uh, you know, like Willow Nightingale might, might, have been, might have been on the list as well. But, um, but yeah, like I said, we're working tops in this. So, uh, at least some, some of the names I've seen, like I said, Bianca Belair, uh, Jamie Hayter, Athena, Deanna Perrazzo, um, Jordan Grace, you know what I mean? So, so as far as that, and, and, and the thing about it is that, um, you know, what's important, like I said, the most important thing is the criteria, you know, criteria with, you know, which, which, you know, which includes things such as TV time, such as ratings, such as, um, you know, just, just when it comes to drawing power and all these other things that, you know, that, 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 that constitute uh, a solid list, you know what I mean? And so, and so, so the thing about it is that you know, the thing, thing about lists like this is that in order for them to be truly objective, they just can't be based off of name value alone. It has to be based off of that that span of time, that season of time um, of evaluation, right? So if Charlotte, um, for example, if Charlotte is not, you know, um, does not have the most TV time if she's not producing a lot of matches, a lot of you know segments and things like that. You know, then you know then you can't really expect her to be that that high on the list, no matter no matter what her, no matter who she is, no matter what type of uh, star power star power of you know of value that that she has. You know, Charlotte is a legend herself, but at the same time, um, you know, if if, Char- if Charlotte hasn't hasn't put in enough of that. TV time enough that production, um, like I say, you know, enough, like I say, you know, enough matches and things like that. Then you know, don't, don't, don't expect her to be that high on the list. You know, so, so so of course, like say, in order for a list to be truly effective and objective, you have to look at you have to look at the stats, you have to look at the numbers, regardless of who the name is, right? Um, and so, the more boxes that you check off, the higher that you go. You know, you know, of course, for example. Um, you know, like not to keep using my, not to keep using myself as an example. Um, even, even when I did my, like I said, even when I did my top fifty, great, uh, greatest wrestlers list, or any other list that that, that I come up with, you know, for that matter, it's, you know, it's just it's all about results. You know, like, like I said, you know, as far as, far as that's concerned, um, you know, and so the reason why Mercedes Monet um, apparently was not the high on the list was because, let's face it. There was a lot of time that she missed. You know, does that take away from her being a women's uh, wrestling legend in her own right? No, it doesn't. It's just it's just based off of um, you know this particular season, you know, this particular uh, you know, space, space and time when it comes when it comes to like when it comes to your career. This, this particular uh, like said, this particular year that um, that someone may have. You know, there are people who have. Excuse me. Um, like you know, there's some people, some people have a uh, better year than others. You know what I mean? So it just so happened that this is a very rough time, this very rough season. And I know that she's gotten, you know, like she's gotten a lot of uh, criticism for the lack of title defenses. But I think, you know, but, but the thing is, when we factor everything in from the time that she won uh, the Royal Rumble earlier this year in her world WrestleMania, you know, um, the feud with Charlotte. Match itself, you know what I mean. So you know, and, and, and of course, just her um, being a major draw. You know, like, like I say, even though she hasn't had has had a whole lot of title defenses, but the thing is, because she's such a central figure in the storyline. You know, um, we look at we think we look at things like that when it comes to her impact, when it comes to her importance in other components. You know, and, and we look at we look at we look at her. Um, impact and importance in other aspects outside of the title reign, you know, then that, you know, like I said, then that certainly, certainly makes much more sense, you know, um, you know, so, you know, so, 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 of course, so, of course, that's why uh, Rhea is ranked as high, as high as she is on that list, um, you know what I mean? So, 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 so for, like, I said, like I said, you know, like, so, um, like I said before, you know, of course, uh, hats off to Rhea. Congratulations to her. 
uh, she's she certainly earned this honor because of the year that she's put in. Um, and, and of course, like you know, all the momentum, like I say, even just when it comes to, like I say, like I say you know, just when it, just when it comes to impact, when it comes to uh, the significance that, that she brings and how, um, you know, like, like I say, you know, I'll say like you know, I'll say like this now, uh, her title reign is starting you know, starting to build up um, even more when it, when it comes to the when it comes to the opponents that are coming at her right now you know what I mean? so so i would say that i'll say that the competition is starting to start to improve more and more um especially with the return of nia jacks you know like saying we, we, we look at nia gunner for a title we look at raquel um you know what i mean like you know like said, nia raquel shana you know what I mean? like so so, so, you know, so so of course um her title you know her title running is starting to look more uh like a bigger deal than it did before um, you, know, you know, I mean, so, 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 so of course, when it, when it comes to all those, when it comes to all those factors, I would say that Rhea had, you know, said that Rhea certainly earned that. Um, you know, so that, you know, um, and, you know, of course, another thing, another thing that I meant to, that I meant to bring up is the fact that now on SmackDown, Nick Aldis, is the new general manager um, replacing Adam Pierce, who is now the GM of Raw? You know, so, 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 so of course, I at least, least want to mention that, and um, you know, and all you know, you know, I mean, so, 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 um, so as far you know, so, so, you know, so, so, you know, so, 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 so as far as that, like, 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 so, like I said, you know, those are some of the, um, so, you know, some of the highlights when it comes to this pad, this past week in wrestling. But a big thing I really want, want to bring, really want to talk about, uh, talk about, um, and of course certainly want to make up for you know, for not having an episode last episode last week. I want to give another shout out to NXT. NXT is looking like the MVP right now. You know what I mean? Like you know, it's, it's in, term, in terms of their success, in terms of their dominance, in terms of in terms of them uh, defeating Don, defeating Dynamite um, in, in the ratings back to back weeks. Like I said, like I said, whether whether it was whether it was them winning, um, you know, whether it was uh, NXT having having, um, having having ratings, having rating eight hundred, having, um, having numbers of eight hundred fifty thousand to eight hundred thousand. Of course, this is before Cena, Taker, Oscar, and all of them showed up. But then the following week, um, NXT just absolutely just swept. Like I said, just completely swept them, just wiped the floor with AEW. You know what I mean? Like I mean, I mean just. You know, just straight up, just beat them like a drum with, um, you know, with 920,000 uh, viewers to AEW's like 600,000, 600, something like that. And I, I know that, um, you know, I know that uh, the TK um, was very sour and butthurt about, you know, uh, you know, about losing on his birthday and all this other stuff like that. And, you know, and of course, he was being bitter and, you know, and sour and, and talking about um, how. Uh, WWE had, WWE had had to bring in uh, John Cena and The Undertaker and things like that. It's still going to get still going to get a million uh, viewers, but I'm like, so what? They still they still crush AEW in the ratings. So that you know, so for me that that's what matters. I don't even care about them not hitting. Um, like you know, uh, I don't even care about them hitting, uh, not hitting uh, a million viewers. I mean, I mean like, I'm, I'm I'm not even sweating off that. But the thing is, like I said, they crushed and just dominated. AEW more ways than one. You know, meanwhile, AEW's biggest attraction was uh, Edge's uh, debut match. Um, you know, you know, like, you know, and of course, meanwhile, uh, Adam Copeland, excuse me. You know, I seen like of course, meanwhile, uh, week after week, whenever he comes out, uh, you know, they're not even close as many fans and you know, in attendance as they were in WWE. You know, like I mean, like whether it was not just at WrestleMania, but even off of just just being at you know, like I said, at SmackDown or Raw, there were way more fans to see Edge than than what we see like you know, than the fans over at Dynamite and AEW. You know what I mean? So you know, so, so of course, just so what? So of course, thing thing about it is that um, you know, you know, I, I guess uh, on the, on this day, Edge is not really seeing clearly um, that there aren't a lot of fans. You know, they're coming for him like that. They're checking for him like that. You know, and um. Uh, so, so it's just like, mm, you know, 
um, you go, and of course, I don't want to sound like this just, you know, just completely like throwing shaded edge or anything like that, but it's, it's just, but the point is, um, you know, NXT just, I mean, they brought the Avengers last week. I mean, it was phenomenal. It was absolutely brilliant. It was straight up amazing. You know, and if, if, you know, of course, like, like I said, you know, it's, it's, it's not as, as far as that, um, especially, especially with, the, with that main event um, of Miller versus Braun Breaker, you know, um, you know, with you know, of course, of course, of course, with uh, with John Cena in Mello's corner, and um, you know, if, if, of course, if both Trigger Mello being you know being fans of Cena and, and stuff like that, and so like I said, with, with Cena's involvement with with, with NXT, um, you know, and of course, of course, I got you know, like I said, giving giving a, a shout to NXT, and so I would say that you know that this was this is going to be you know pretty much like you know pretty much like like my like main uh, topic that I'm gonna, that we're going to talk about you know because of the fact that NXT. Are you know like NXT? They're pretty much the Tuesday Night Titans of 2023, the modern day Tuesday Night Titans. You know because of the fact that you know, of course WWE dominates with Raw Monday, then of course NXT on a Tuesday, and of course SmackDown um, on Friday. But you know, but, but the thing is NXT, they're NXT are they're like the unsung heroes, and of course once again salute to Shawn Michaels for his innovation when it comes to his direction, when it comes to his leadership. And as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, before last. About the last podcast episode that I did was a tribute to Sean called "Thank You, Sean." So, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, like, like I said, that's a big reason why I, why I support NXT, um, not just because of um, you know, like I said, not just because of the amazing talent. And I've been an NXT follower uh, from the jump. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you know what I mean? So, so, so as far as that, not only is because of NXT's track record, excuse me. But also because of who runs NXT, you know, I mean, look no further than Shawn Michaels, one of the all-time greatest to ever get into the, to ever get into the square circle, to ever step foot into the ring. You know, someone as highly accomplished as him, uh, giving back to the next generation and spreading his wisdom, you know, um, while people still hold his career in the highest regard, right? So, um, you know, so. Like, like I said, again, so as far as that, that's a double bonus when it comes to HBK. Um, of course, I like how, um, you know, uh, I like how the seeds are being planted for um, a mellow heel turn. You know what I mean? So, so and, and of, course, of course, even last night's segment um, where Trick and Mellow were the ring. Uh, with Baron Corbin and Dijak, right? And how uh, Corbin uh, was, you know, like, some, you know, of course, um, how, Cor- how Corbin and Dijak um, were uh, bringing that up and, 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 just, and, just, and just constantly, and just, and just constantly feeding um, that narrative, you know, and, and like, no matter how much uh, Melo and Trick tried to deny, like, say, you know, Try try to deny that narrative, but it's it's inevitable. It's 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 eventually going to happen, right? And so, um, before Fade Forward, um, the camera cut to Trick Williams um, backstage. Apparently, of course, obviously uh, he was attacked. He was injured. He had to get sent to the hospital. Uh, unfortunately, the fatal four-way match had to turn to a triple threat match uh, between uh, Carmelo Hayes, uh, Baron Corbin, and Dijak. And of course, uh, Melo won, so he's the number one contender uh, to face Ilya Dragunov in the NXT Championship. So we're going to have Melo versus Dragunov three. You know, um, but before that, you could tell that there was a uh, tension between Melo and Trick Melly in the ring, but also. Uh, in the lock, you know, and of course, also backstage um, in the locker room as well, you know. And so, Trick and Mello would de- are definitely be the NXT version of Shawn Michaels and Triple H, you know, because, you know, because of the fact that Shawn loves Carmelo Hayes, you know, he, he is a huge Mello supporter, you know. Um, side by side, Mello is more talented in the ring, but. Let's say you put them together, bring them up to the main roster together, right? Um, from an aesthetic standpoint, from a Vince McMahon vision standpoint, Trick is going to be the 
higher priority. Whereas NXT, it's the other way around when Mellow um, is the franchise guy. He's player one and Trigger's player two. But let's say they go to the main roster. I believe that, you know, I believe that the tables return. You know, I believe that, uh, you know what I'm saying? I believe that this one, um, they'll have a switch around. You know, like this, that'll be the point. That'll be, that'll be the point where the tables turn, where uh, the trick will be seen as player one. Um, Same time when you have somebody like HBK uh, being endorsed, so it's just like you know, it, you know, it's just like there's not there's not much of any of anything that you know anybody else anybody can do um, to stop that to shut that down, you know. Um, but you can definitely see the seeds being planted for planted for a Melo Hill turn, you know. So even though Carmelo, you know, you know Carmelo Carmelo um, fashions fashions himself after Shawn Michaels, you know, that's you know, a huge inspiration of his, just as with anybody else. Um, you know, you know, even though he patterns his, you know, patterns his personality, um, his uh, in-ring style and skills, even though he patterns those things after HBK, when it comes to the storyline, he's looking more at Triple H than Shawn Michaels, whereas Trick Williams is looking more like Shawn Michaels in this scenario. The reason why I compare them to like, compare the compare them to HBK and Triple H is because of that because of that dynamic, because of them being you know, being BFFs and things like that. You get you know, because of the fact that you know, because, because Triple H um, you know is bigger than HBK, you know, taller than him and stuff like that. You know, I mean it's pretty much like you know, parallels. You know, I mean, so, you know, of course, you know, and like I said, trip, you know, trick always you know, you just see Triple H. Because of the fact that you know, I said both guys, um, you know, in terms of physique are superior. Um, they're both six four, you know, things like that. So, um, you know, so so so, you know, so, so of course, like we see see those parallels. But um, you know, this is the trick meant by taking his career in his own hands. Um, you know, so you know, so. so, so, so so, so as far as that, um, you know, I definitely look forward to I definitely look forward to seeing, um, you know, more of what NXT has in store. And I know that I, I know that, I know this, I know, like I, I know that what they're doing is certainly special in more ways than one. And um, you know, and, and, and like I say, it really feels like the third show and not just a developmental program. You know, it's, it's become many ways its own brand and um you know and, and, and of course um, for those of us that are belt collectors uh the nxt championship is definitely on my radar on, on my list when it, when it comes to that and also um you know the women you know and of course you have the women of nxt um and, you know had the nxt women's uh breakout tournament of 2023 and so now the semifinals are set for the NXT Women's uh, Breakout Tournament. Unfortunately, Jakar Jackson, a metaphor, four, um, was injured and was not was not clear to compete for the NXT uh, Women's Women's Breakout Tournament. Um, and and, and, and as, a matter, as a matter of fact, before the camera cut, because uh, of Trick Williams, we saw Lash Legend uh, talking to uh, Jakar over the phone. You know, like, like, you know, like right, right before the camera cut and right before, uh, like, you know, right, right before, like, 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 like I said, uh, I'm sorry, uh, like I said, it was right, right before the other camera cut. But, um, but, you know, but of course now, here we are with, like, you know, uh, here we are when it comes to, um, like, when it comes to semifinals for the, you know, for the, you know, for, for the women's, for the women's breakout. Uh, for women's breakout tournament, of course, we have uh, Kalani Jordan versus Ariana Grace. Anyway, meanwhile, you have Carmen Petrovic versus Lola Vice. And, um, you know, you can certainly see that, you know, that there was a huge emphasis uh, with the women last night on NXT. Like, like, if anything, they were front and center 
main priority. And so you clearly see that Shawn Michaels knows exactly what he's doing when it comes to booking women's matches and so forth. Because, I mean, after all, after all, this same Shawn Michaels, whose legendary nickname is the Heartbreak Kid. So if anybody knows a thing or two about the ladies, I would expect it to be HBK. You know, and this guy has yet to miss. I mean, like I said, Shawn Michaels has been putting up video game numbers when it comes to NXT. You know what I mean? So, um, so, 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 so of course, and I'm certainly, like I said, like I said, I'm certainly more than impressed to see what he's doing. And, and of course, and not only that, but also um, next week we're going to see the debut of Lexus of, of Brian Pillman Jr. Jr. AKA Lexus King. You know, so you see Brian Jr. going to establish his own identity, establish his own name outside of his late great legendary father. Um, flying Brian Pillman, you know, and um, so they give him a whole new, like I said, a whole new gimmick name altogether. Then Lexus King, like for, for whatever that's worth, but at the same time, you know, for the same time, um, many people know who you are as the son of Brian Pillman, you know, but at the same time, I like how, how it creates, um, you know, uh, a very interesting, fascinating twist uh, when it comes to, you know, like I said. Like so when it comes to when it comes to the storyline, when it comes to uh, the build up and everything like that, so it's like I said, look forward to see to see what, what Lexus King can do um, when he makes his arrival on NXT. And what else do I? Um, you know, like I said, like I said, you know, just just NXT just being amazing, just NXT being brilliant, NXT being phenomenal, and you know, it's, it's like that. It's, it's certainly a much watch must watch. Television, you know what I mean? So, 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 so um, look, can we, can we, uh, I gotta slow down sometimes. I get a little uh, tongue tied and tongue twisted and things like that, but um, you know, like, like, like I said, like someone, when it comes to uh, NXT, they, they have definitely been firing, firing on all cylinders, um, in many different ways. Well, wait, like I said, um, they, they certainly have delivered uh, an exceptional product in more, in more ways than one. The NFC has certainly become uh, must watch television in the NFC. As far as that, and um, another thing I want, want to mention was that there was, of course, there was a report um, that Randy Orton, that WWE is expecting expect Randy Orton to make his return. Sometime around Survivor Series, you know, and I think that'd be great for business. You know that you know there are a lot of people that think you know, that they want to see Punk make his return um, uh, during Survivor Series, which is, of course in his hometown of Chicago. So to that, I would say no, certainly not yet. Even though his name has been tossed around, but I feel I feel like this. You know, um, I'm not totally against the idea, but at the same time. I feel as though, considering his track record, considering how much baggage he brings, I would think to, um, to the special cause, Punk's contract, saying do not be toxic, do not be messy. In the name, like it's just like you would have to, uh, you know, uh, make up in more ways than one. You know, like saying, you know, like saying, just it's, it's just. Seeing him repent by his actions will mean a lot in terms of seeing Puck uh, making his return to WWE. Um, at this point in time, I don't quite see it. You know, um, I don't want to sound like I'm kind of like rambling all, all over the place and things like that. You know, but um, you know, but, 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 but the thing about it is that um, Punk showing up at Survivor Series in Chicago would be way too obvious. So, um, so I kind of moved that out. But if anything, I look forward to seeing Randy Orton more so than seeing Punk. And it's just like the more that Orton's out, um, the more people appreciate his skill and appreciate um, his impact, appreciate what he brings to the table. Um, he got the week night after night. So, um, you know, like I said, like I said for me, 
the show for me to watch, the show that I'm the most enamored, enamored by, um, you know, at this point would be NXT just by slight edge, you know, but um, SmackDown isn't too, isn't too far behind that. Same thing with Raw, but um, you know, just seeing Jay make your uh, debut in WWE and you know what lies ahead of her. I mean, it's just simply remarkable in more ways than one. So, um, you know, NXT they're looking like the heavy, heavy hitters right now. Um, you know, I'm gonna be like they are firing on all some. Are also those, you know, like they've just been a cohesive unit in so many other ways. Um, so, 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 as far as that, and once again, for more merchandise, head over to victoriousones.bigcartel.com. Um, more designs we will be on the way uh, in the near future, and of course, for those that are, that are not following on Twitter, once again. My Twitter handle is at 301kbonjir, and the show's uh, Twitter handle, Twitter page, excuse me, uh, is, is VictoryPod1. If you know, of course, if you're on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at, uh, at Mr. King Bonjir. You can also follow the show's Instagram page at Victorious Ones Podcast. Um, you know, so I certainly cannot wait to complete uh, this article. For Jay Cargill, you know, it's, it's certainly um, striking the iron while it's hot. So, you know, um, with that, like, you know, so, 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 of course, with that, you know, of course, with that being said, um, you know, I know that, um, like, you know, like, 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 said, uh, so, um, you know, um, I, like I said, I know that I know that I know that the NXT is is going to continue to compete. It's going to continue to thrive. It's going to continue to you know, you know, like to be in the conversation of legendary shows such as SmackDown and Raw, you know. And it's so much thanks to vision, like I said, to, to the vision, to the direction, to the leadership of one Hunter S. Helmsley, also known as the Game the Game Triple H. So. Um, that's been my rundown thus far, you know, and, um, you know, it's, 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 so, so of course, um, you know, I, I'll just, I'll just say that, they, say that there are more, um, you know, more headlines, more news, uh, you know, like, like, you know, like, you know, like more, more changes and, and big announcements and things like that, um, that are, on, that are on the horizon for this podcast. So, so I look forward to, like, look forward to, look forward to taking this uh, all the way up until the wheels fall off. So, you know, so of course, um, I want to thank I want to thank those that take the time to watch, whether it's live or uh, by way of YouTube. Of course, like I said, YouTube.com uh, at what's you know, of course forward slash at Bombers Virginia. And so please make sure to like and subscribe. And so you know, like, of course, I'm so thankful and appreciative for those that that that, that, members, that, that team to give their support. And so, so of course, like I said, so of course, I hope everyone has an incredible night and uh, make this day be the very best day of your life. Thank you very much for watching. So, of course, this is part of my show where I give birthday shout outs on October 13th. Jerry Rice, the greatest wide receiver in NFL history, turns 61. October 14th, RB legend and Super Bowl halftime performer. Multi-time Grammy winner Usher turned turned 45 on October 15th. RB legend Jane Wyatt turned 53. October 16th, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers turned 61. October 17th, of course, hip hop legend, fellow rock and roll Hall of Famer Eminem turned 51. October 17th. October 7th, on that same day, Wood Harris turned 54. October 18th, rock world pioneer, the late great Chuck Berry turned would have turned 97. On October 18th, uh, of course, Boxing Hall of Famer and the legendary hitman Tommy Hearns turned 65. October 19th, Evander the Real Deal Holyfield turned 61. On the same same day, John Lithgow, John Lithgow turned 78. And of course, on the same day, Thundercat 
turned, of course, turned 39 on the, on the very same day. Gospel legend Dorinda Clark Cole of the Clark Sisters turned 66. October 20th, hip-hop legend Snoop Dogg turned 52. Late great WWE Hall of Famer Razor Ramon would have turned 65. And October 21st, Kim Kardashian turns 43. Before I go, I, like, I would like to give a word of wisdom. It's very important to important to to drill to drill into your your children the importance of hearing god's voice at an early age you are victorious because great is he that is in you than he that is in the world when you put god in first place you don't have to worry about being in last place please make make sure listen to this podcast on itunes spotify google podcast or anywhere else that you download podcasts thank you very much for listening and may this day be the very best day of your life